Hey everyone, welcome to the Work Friends Podcast, where we bring meaningful conversations to you. I'm Jen Brubaker, and I'm here with my co-host, work and real friend, Ainsley Stanley. This show is going to be a good one. So grab your groceries, walk your dog, sanitize your house, do whatever you need to do, and enjoy today's episode. Today on the podcast, we're kicking off our first series talking about all things mentoring. Jen and I both have grown to see the incredible value of learning from those who've gone ahead of us. And today we get to hear from our boss and mentor, Kevin Nethercott. Kevin is a regional director at YFC and he's been with the organization for about 20 years. He's passionate about coaching in all aspects, life, sports, faith, and he's a bit of a legend in the area of leadership. And we couldn't think of a better person to be our first guest on the podcast, and we're so excited for you to hear all the wisdom that he has to offer. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being our very first guest. It's good to be here. (laughs) So, tell us a little mm. bit more about yourself for those who don't know you. What makes Kevin Kevin? Well, I I, I was thinking about this and I wasn't sure exactly uh, what to say uh, exactly, but I'm gonna kind of branch it out because I I don't want just to give a spiritual answer, um, but I want you to know uh, a little bit uh, about what I love to do, right? And so, um, I love the outdoors. I love sports particularly soccer, volleyball, and hockey. Um, and I love wilderness. I love uh, wilderness camping. And my family is really, really important to me. Um, and I, I would say that uh, I was thinking, you know, what makes Kevin Kevin? I, I think the people that are in my life, like like you guys, just whoever's a part of my life, shape who who I am the influences and I and then I was thinking in the spiritual sense I was thinking uh two two things one um the Lord's prayer and and my desire to see his kingdom come um that shapes who I am and what I do um and and secondly uh a prayer uh from St. Francis that is a part of my life every day and it's uh that God would make me an instrument of his peace, uh, wherever I go. And there's a number of other aspects of that prayer, but I think, um, that is really important to me in a broken world. We, we, uh, we need his peace. So those are a few things I would say. So kind of scattered, but uh, a little bit of my interests, what makes me who I am. Mm. That's very evident. That's really cool. Um, obviously we work, uh, and oversee, uh, teenagers and a lot of things that we do. So what mm-hmm. were you like as a teenager? <laughs> I was, I was pretty shy. Uh, I was a rule follower. Like if, uh, my mom said something like I, I was pretty much going to do it because <laughs> I was afraid of her, uh, really. Um, but, um, no, that's what I was like. And, and I think when it kind of midway through high school started to take faith, uh, uh, more seriously. And I think some of that began to change and, and, uh, just felt more comfortable, uh, as I began to find my identity in Christ with who I was and, 
and uh, became a little more outgoing and and uh, maybe more fun loving hopefully um, and yeah just my interests changed but but I was pretty shy as a kid like my mom would say I, I was that kid that was hanging on her dress everywhere <laughs> she went and cried when she left my side um, but but God began to change that and and I'm really happy for that yeah, I don't think that I would peg you as a shy person now, knowing you. So, interesting. Um, so, different people kind of define mentoring a little bit different way. And there's some different words that people use for, you know, discipleship, mentoring, coaching. Um, but for you, as far as mentoring, how would you define that? Um, I, I would define it uh, as intentionally walking life with someone that that's what i mm. think mentoring is talking about specific areas of joy and sorrow challenge and encouragement but but including all areas of life and and doing that with intent um because we can walk along with people but but not really intentionally relate to them and um so that's what i think the big difference is there is the intentional uh walking of life with mm. someone how did mentoring become such a passion of yours? I think uh, it it started out um, when I was younger and and uh, in high school, just having some people who really uh, built into my life. And uh, whenever you face difficulties, it kind of becomes uh, evident that you might need help. And so I think, you know, I had some of those people early on in my life that walked with me. And, and then when different challenges came, um, their influence in my life was that much more important. So I, I think that's how I, I started to see it was kind of just as life happened, I, I wanted people to be speaking into my life. So yeah, that's what I would say about that. And when did you realize how valuable it is? Um, I think... Uh, Probably when when I did the Aero Leadership Program, I think that was when I realized just the importance of mentoring, and and we were put in into a partnership uh, with with someone that they provided, and and as I got to know that person, and and my leadership partner was Miller, as I got to know him, and and he began to be speaking into my life. Um, it, it just birthed this new appreciation, I think, for the importance of having people journeying with us and intentionally speaking in. And, and he certainly did that during the program because that was in, in 2009 to 2011. But, but uh, today he is a friend and uh, we still connect sometimes for coffee, sometimes lately on Zoom. But... Uh, yeah, I, I think the other side of the mentoring piece is sometimes it's like defined by time, um, but sometimes it can cross boundaries mm -hmm. of time um, depending on what you set up. But yeah, in, in that case, that's what happened. And that's why I think it, it really solidified again the importance of mentoring. So when I asked you about coming on the podcast and mentioned mentoring, mm -hmm. you talked a little bit about how spiritual disciplines plays a big part of you when it comes to mentoring. Can you mm -hmm. just talk a little bit about that? Yeah, like, I think that obviously we're, we're made up of uh, different uh, parts, mental, emotional, social, spiritual. And 
and I think, you know, if we're going to be involved in a mentoring relationship, the spiritual is really the core and the, the one that kind of weaves its way through the others. Um, and so I think it's really important if we're going to understand someone and how they're doing in life, that you understand, uh, how they're doing spiritually and, and, uh, just what they're doing to try and connect with faith and, um, and, and grow in their life. So I, I think that's like centrally important when I'm meeting with people is to have an understanding of, of where that's at. Because I think if you don't, um, you, you're, you're missing a piece of the core of who they are. Mm-hmm. Even, even if you were mentoring someone who, who wasn't a, a follower of Christ, to know kind of what they believe is their worldview would be really important to be able to walk along with them, right? Okay, Kevin, I don't know if you know this, but, and this is more so when we have, it's been a lot of the times when interns have been um, starting out here at YFC, they've been um, starting the beginning of their year-long contract with us here. And it's so funny because we've known you for four or five years, which is kind of crazy as, yeah, our supervisor, our mentor, um, but seeing people experience the way that you lead and the way that you care for us for the first time is always, it's really cool, but it's also kind of funny because there will be times our great friend, Melissa, she would come into our office after meeting with you, a couple of tears in her eyes and you're wondering if it's allergies or what. <laughs> she sits down quietly and, you know, our automatic reaction is just, did you have a meeting with Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> did you cry? Did Kevin make you cry today? Yeah, he did. He just asked so many good questions. And Ainsley and I have had this time, uh, plenty of times also. Um, but something that I really appreciate about you is that you have uh, a way of allowing the spirit to move uh, in our conversations and meetings. Um, there are times when I'm wrestling with something and you, like, you don't know anything about it, but you ask me a question that nails it on the head. Um, and then I cry and, you know, it's good. Um, but can you talk more about that discernment process as you walk alongside people? Well, I think, uh, you know, it's, uh, something that I continue to, to grow in, but I, I, I think it starts with, you know, before I sit down with someone, I'm always thinking about, about, uh, you know, our last conversation or conversations and just praying, uh, for whoever it is. And I have a, you guys know that I have a journal on my phone with your name and it has things I'm praying for. So I'm, I'm doing that every week, but, uh, and, and before I meet, I, I think about those conversations that have, um, happened and, ask God, you know, where, where do you want it to go today? Because honestly, you know, when those moments occur, it's not because I've had some great revelation. I would see it as God's hand guiding my thoughts. And, um, and sometimes I think, uh, where, you know, where, where it's unknown, right? Like, so I don't even know what, what God's setting up and it it happens. Right. Which I think is amazing because it's like absent of me entirely. Mm. Um, but then there's times where, you know, I'm talking to someone and I'll just catch a, a facial expression or I'll just catch something. And, and the Lord's like, you, you need to ask a, a more probing question about what they're talking about. Um, and, and I think that it's in those moments where 
you know, I can, I get to see, you know, what God's doing behind the scenes that I, mm. that I don't get to see as well. Right. But I'm more involved in it. <laughs> mm. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's something, and, and I know you guys have heard me ask for prayer for this, for wisdom, for knowledge and discernment, because I'm human. My understanding is limited. Um, but it's really cool when, when you see God, doing something that you had no idea about or also that you see God doing something and you get to be a part of. Um, and, uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoy that, but it, it's, I mean, as far as what I'm doing in the background, it's, you know, it's prayer before, during and after, um, and, and it might not be, you know, some calculated out thing long and drawn out, but sometimes it's while I'm driving, I, I think of conversations and something comes to me, right? And I'm like, oh, I got to ask that next week, right? Like, it's just those type of things. And then when I stop the vehicle, I don't like try and write it down while I'm driving. I pull <laughs> over or when I stop, write it down, right? Because I, it's kind of a fluid thing. It's like God is, is speak. It's like this conversation that he and I are in um as as i get to do what i do and interact in people's lives yeah i remember the first time you told me that the lord had given you an idea while you were driving and that you had pulled over to write it down and that was about having someone come work with you at yfc (laughs) (laughs) so those moments have led to some some good opportunities including me sitting here with you and that was I remember you saying that I pulled over and I wrote it down That's and that crazy. was when I was 17. So it's been yeah. a fine tuned process in your life. I would mm. say it's yeah. been mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. It's exciting to see God at work. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think it's pretty uh, self-explanatory that, you know, meaningful relationships don't happen overnight and, and they take mm-hmm. time. And, you know, Jen and I could say that with you. Jen's been working here mm-hmm. for four years and I've known you since I was a high school student mm-hmm. and from the first time I met you to now uh, I definitely know you a lot better now and you know you're someone that I can trust that you know you spend a lot of time building into my life um, and you just have a really good way of kind of fostering those deep relationships over time and and just knowing how to help people feel comfortable and like Jen said open up with those certain questions that may or may not make us cry from time to time. Um, but yeah, you just have a really great way of kind of cultivating those relationships that are deep. Um, can you just mm. tell us more about like, how, how do you do that? How do you, what's the process for you of cultivating those deeper relationships that people can feel real? I'm, I'm going to use a, a, a story that has nothing to do with spiritual things. Can I do that? I love it. I um, love it. So uh, I, I, I love getting to know people and I love getting to know people who do different things for work than what I do. Um, cause I can learn from them. And, uh, I have a friend, uh, that, you know, we're not super close, but I've known him since I was a kid cause he grew up in the same town as me. And, uh, he, he works for, uh, an egg grading company, uh, Bill's his name. And, and I remember asking him, you know, what, what, uh, you know, what is something you would uh, tell a young salesman who's out doing this job? And, and he said, I'll never forget my boss telling me this when I first started. He said, when you go to a farm, talk about everything except eggs. Just find out 
what that person loves and ask them questions about it. Um, and that is the best way to build relationship with them. Right. So, uh, it's not meant to be manipulative in, 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 you know, mentoring, building relationship as, as I would do it in my work. Uh, but it's genuine. I want to find out about what makes them tick. So if you find the right conversation, it doesn't matter who you're talking to. You could be talking to a super introverted person, but if you find out what they like, um, you don't have to do anything except ask some questions, right? So I think that that's what I'm always trying to do for, for the beginning is, uh, of any relationship is finding out what people are interested in and then asking them good questions about it to get them talking. Um, and that's how I begin. That's just the beginning of it. But then, but then it grows from there and, uh, um, you can start asking, you know, maybe some more personal questions, more spiritual questions. Uh, but, but yeah, really my first thing is trying to find out what, what makes them tick, what are they passionate about and talk about that. And, uh, um, yeah. So I, I think that anyone has the potential to be a person who walks alongside of someone else. Um, and we need more people doing it, uh, particularly with our young people, but, but, but also, uh, every age group, uh, we all need people to journey with that, uh, are not afraid to ask us hard questions once in a while. So with that, obviously, a big part of what we do working in full-time ministry is mentoring. But for people who are a stay-at-home parent or work a nine-to-five job um, or aren't working in ministry directly, how would you encourage them to build mentoring into their everyday life? Um, I, You guys have heard me uh, say this before, but I, I think that uh, I, I would say start with one. Uh, so this is mm-hmm. might be, for some people, a one-degree change where they start viewing themselves as having something to offer to someone that's just slightly younger than them, maybe not down life's road quite as far. Um, Because if they start viewing themselves that way, um, that will allow for the next step, which would be to invite someone into the journey. Um, to, to actually do that, to, to walk alongside with someone. But I do believe everyone has something to offer. Uh, we all have different areas or things we're passionate about. Um, and uh, the, the key, uh, as those relationships begin, is, is listening. I think if you could become a good listener um, and actually hear people, I, I think uh, over the last... Uh, 30 years of my life I I was uh I've grown in that like I often would listen to people but not hear them um and so I feel like that's something I continue to grow in so that's something that's important right listening and hearing but then asking good questions um and I have a book that I often bring to my meetings called great questions uh for leading well and I think that those questions kind of help just open up conversation um but yeah listening good questions uh, i think those are are really important and uh kind of help get you started uh in a in a mentoring relationship and and i think too if you already know like for example i know some guys that love hunting 
And if they have a kid that, that also loves that, it, it's really cool to pair up uh, with someone who has a similar interest as you, who, you know, you can be mentoring them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and whether we like it or not, we do it every day. Um, so just beware, adults, that uh, the youth and people around you, you're mentoring them. So if you're acting uh, uh, in ways that are not good, you are mentoring them. They're watching every move you make. And mm-hmm. and so I think it's important to know that. Uh, and it's also important to know that when you mess it up, you can come to them, whether it's a youth or someone younger than you who's in midlife, um, and say, hey, I messed this up. I'm really sorry. Um, can you forgive me? And, and we move forward. I think it's important to remember that too because we do that, right? I make mistakes. People make mistakes. And uh, to be able to... Uh, make those things right with someone you're mentoring it's probably going to happen so you need to be ready uh, with some humility to admit those things and that you don't have all the answers Um, I think that sets the stage for a great relationship to to have some serious longevity and and meaningful conversation wow I I don't even know what to what to top that off with there's just lots of wisdom in in that and um yeah, that's uh if you know Kevin, you know that's just like a sneak peek almost of uh just his wisdom and his life and uh yeah, I think that's really cool. Um one question kind of to wrap up that we love to ask people, I love to ask people this is aside from mentoring, what is the best piece of advice that you've been given? Um so this is this is probably related to mentoring, I guess. But it it was uh, when I did the Aero Leadership Program, the one thing they always emphasized was uh, make one degree changes. Um, and uh, I think that's probably the best piece of advice I've ever been given uh, because I think that oftentimes if we run into an area of our life we want to change, uh, whether it's, you know, we're being in a mentoring relationship or whether it's just us out there uh, doing life, um, we often, like, try and take on the world with the changes that we're making. And we usually fall flat in our faces, uh, you know, whether it's some kind of a, um, you know, New Year's resolution type thing or I'm going to start going to the gym and I'm going to go every day at five um, or whatever it might be. And some of you may be doing that. So if you are, good for you. Uh, but we often try and do things that that are really uh, big change. And and what I'm I'm suggesting to you that was really helpful for me was to pick one degree changes. So small changes that are measurable and manageable. And over time, uh, I've seen in my life where that change uh, isn't look so small anymore, right? It's like a huge change in my life, but it started as a, a one degree, a one degree change. So, yeah, I'll leave that with you. Kevin, thank you so much. People bug me about having sentimental moments, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I would never. Yeah, Ainsley never does ever no. ever. Thank you so much for being part of our show today. But thank you so much for the way that you invest in people so well. Um, when Ainsley and I were chatting about what 
um, how we should start off, uh, what series we should start off with. Mentoring was something that we're both passionate about, but you have been somebody who's really spoken into our lives and have shown us uh, how important it really is. Um, so thank you for what you do at Youth Unlimited here, but thank you so much for what you do for us in our own life. I often say that you're like, I love my dad. He's great. He's I have a, a great relationship. Yes. <laughs> shout out shout to Mark. Out. I was going to say shout out to Mark. <laughs> but in a lot of ways, like you are my list will dad. Like I know that if there's something that I'm wrestling with in ministry work-wise or personally that I can go to you and I know that you care. Um, so thank you for being on the show, but thank you for that. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. And I, I enjoy yeah, just being able to be a part of people's lives, it's a privilege. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. We love Kevin so much. And we are so excited to share these conversations with you. Uh, one thing that really stood out to me was his emphasis on the importance of learning from people and asking good questions. To really hear them and to not just listen. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to see how um, this season unfolds and for uh, more people that who we love and we respect um, for you to meet them. We are excited. So have a great week. We will catch you later.